this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Lynn Karkam with us. She is one of a kind master public speaking coach helping you uncover the root cause of your fear so you can trust the power of your voice. Lynn, there is a lot more I want to discuss with you about but first of all welcome to the show. Thank you Kiran, it's great to be here. And 4 months of trip to India, right? And then you shifting your work like you starting your work so some story there please tell us about it yes i spent 3 years actually traveling around the world just being of service and every single day i would wake up and say okay who am i supposed to serve and i would be guided to people or causes or animals that needed help and i would help them one of my dreams for as long as i can remember was to live at an orphanage and take care of kids that was just a dream and i went to india i was there for 4 months i went down to a town called kotiam down in kerala and there was an orphanage it was called the assisi bhavan orphanage and i knocked on the door and i was greeted by 36 of the most beautiful girls i'd ever seen and before i knew it they ushered me in and they asked me to stay which i did and i lived there for almost 3 months and it was one of the most amazing times of my life and i realized in that orphanage that these girls had no voice and because they had no voice they had no choice in life they had to do what they were told when they were told to do it and there was no slippage in that and it really it broke my heart and i became a stand for these girls i became a stand for them i didn't know what it meant at the time but i knew that there was something that i was going to do around voice so here's what's interesting i flew back to marin county in california where i was living a couple of weeks later and before i knew it i was asked to speak in front of 400 people and i just want you to know that speaking was my biggest fear if i was in front of three people my teeth would literally chatter it was not good and so i just said no i can't do it and this man who was such an amazing leader he looked me in the eyes and he said you are meant to be on my stage i'll be by your side every step of the way wow In that moment a light switch turned on inside of me and I began to believe in myself in a way that I never had before. And so long story short, I got on that stage, I talked about taking a leap of faith journey and how when you are in alignment with your soul that there's universal support whether it's angels or light beings or whatever you want to call it but there is support for you and doors will open and opportunities will present themselves and beautiful people will come into your life and i talked about the orphanage and how i was on a mission to support these girls to find their voice and what was amazing is after that talk people came up to me they waited in line for an hour and a half to talk to me about the girls at the orphanage they wanted to donate and then they also said would you teach me how to speak like you just did wow <laughs> oh my god So I had no idea no idea that I would ever be teaching people how to find their voice because public speaking to me was the worst thing in the entire universe. I remember when I was in college, I got out of a public speaking class that was part of my major and I took interpersonal communication instead and I told my fellow students you couldn't have paid me a million dollars to take a public speaking class. So Lynn like the story that I just heard was the most wonderful story one of the most wonderful stories that I've ever heard and it is people like you that makes us believe that humanity is still alive in the world of AI and what not can you like tell us a bit about 
the journey like how far along are the girls that you have been like helping you find their helping them find their voice so how far along are they able to find and hope tell me about it uh, yeah i have helped fund the orphanage and i've got some of the nuns helping the girls mm. to find their voice what i've done is i've taught them what i do with people here in the us and yeah. all over the world now that we have zoom but i've taught them how to empower the girls so they've really changed their perception around how to bring out the best in people so we've all been taught i think most of us have been taught to criticize ourselves. We've been taught to criticize others. So let's just say we have kids. We criticize the kids so that they will become better and not make the same mistakes. And what that teaches us to do is to criticize ourselves and to believe that we're not good enough. And if we try that we might not make it or we won't get that good grade or we won't get that pat on the back or we just won't be enough and so that sets up a program in our nervous system for low self esteem and one thing builds on another and before you know it you're like i am or i was where i was scared to death to be in the spotlight and so I have opened the minds of the nuns and they are instead of criticizing the girls they are actually lifting them up and letting them know how beautiful and how smart and how capable they are so that they can find that core of who they are and that empowered voice. Yeah, wow. So Len you actually know how to put vision into action, right? and then get results can you please tell us who are the people who should reach out to you what exactly are they struggling with or what are their aims what do they want to achieve can you please elaborate on your target oh sure what's amazing is that i work with a lot of people from india wow. which i just <laughs> love that have immigrated to uh, the us wow. and so english is a second language they aren't sure about our customs here and how in order for people in the us to be promoted they've got to actually advocate for themselves which for the people that i have met from india it's not easy because at least they have not been taught that's okay <laughs> and so what i teach them to do is to do it in a very humble way but to state facts it's like, yeah i did this project and these are the results we got and i'm really happy about it and you know what i could do this for you too if they're interviewing for example a lot of people will come to me and say oh gosh my resume should speak for itself and your resume at least in the us doesn't speak for itself in fact what's most important is that you relate that you connect with the person the interviewer or your boss or some hiring manager right you connect with them and paint a picture so that they can see you in the role so that they can feel what it would feel like to have you in the role so that they advocate for you. Yeah, I work with a lot of engineers, a lot of engineers. <laughs> yeah. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs too, but I would say probably 60% of the people that come to me happen to be English as a second language, wow. and then the others are just from all over the world, really.
So, Lynn, with all the experience that you have in public speaking, I want you to give us some tough tips so that whenever we are on stage or stage-like situations, we are able to perform to our best and not just stage, but after the stage is done in actual life also. How do we give our best effort so that I'm not speaking about best result, but best effort. So please tell us about it. Okay. I would say that most people who come to me are scared to death, just like I was. And almost everybody says, oh my gosh. Okay. When I ask them, what happens for you when you're in the spotlight, when you have to give a presentation, or if you're just in a meeting and you want to say something, I said, what happens for you? And scale of zero to negative 10, zero being neutral, negative 10 being panic. Where are you? And a lot of them come to me and say, oh, I'm at like an eight or nine or a 10, or I have to take medication sometimes, or I just feel like I go into a panic. And the first thing I think of when I start speaking is what are they thinking of me? What are they thinking of me? And what that does is it, it makes us, when we think, what are they thinking of me? And we're not thinking that they're loving us, right? They're always thinking, are they judging me? Do they like, do they not like me? Do they not believe what I'm saying? Do they not trust me? Are they going to question me? Oh my gosh, that's a big one. So what happens for us then is our heart closes, our guard goes up and we disconnect from them. We disconnect. We think we're still connected, but we're connected in fear instead of in love and or in service. And when that happens, then that is when the audience will actually go into the judgment mode, believe it or not. That's when they go into the judgment mode because they can't feel your heart. They can't feel your soul. They they can't feel your message. And all they feel is like they're uncomfortable because you're uncomfortable. And so one of the biggest things is to keep your guard down, to keep your heart open and to be in service. So one thing that anybody can say is I get to speak and I'm going to be in service to them. And I also have my students do mirror work. And it's something really simple. It's just looking at your own eyes in the mirror and saying, I believe in you. Wow. You've got this. I know that you're going to say exactly what you need to say. And those words are going to land. I've got your back. It's coming from that place that is going to make all the difference in the world. And in fact, when people come to my group training, I will not judge them in front of a room. Most public speaking programs are all about creating a talk, delivering a talk, and then getting your talk critiqued in front of a room. And all that will do is re-traumatize the person who just spoke. And so I don't do that. Instead, people will speak about something that's important to them. And then we acknowledge them. We positively acknowledge them for what they brought into the space. I remember a student, her name was Melanie, and she came to me a dozen years ago. And the first time she spoke, she said about 50 ums, like, like five, zero, 50 and in three minutes. And I just smiled at her and she finished and she's, oh my gosh, I said so many ums. And I said, eh, don't worry about it. And she looked at me like I was nuts because there were a lot of thoughts. <laughs> anyway, what we did instead of mentioning the ums, we acknowledged her for what positive qualities, positive attributes she brought into the room. She was warm. She was present. She was strong. Those kinds of words. And we had her repeat those in front of the group. I'm strong. I'm warm. And while you repeat them in front of the group, and when the group is 
is there holding the space for you to be that it affects the quantum it affects the quantum field around you so that it's more likely to happen and that was it so she spoke we acknowledged her she sat down she came back the next week and she had 20 percent less she still said a lot of bumps but not bad 20% less. All right. We did the same thing. We built on her strengths. She took them in and she believed them more that time. The second time she believed them more. And then that was it. She came back the third week, 80% less ums. Wow. Third week. Wow. Yeah. And again, did not mention her ums at all. She said some, but we didn't mention them. We built on her strengths. The fourth week. Okay. You got to get this. The fourth week she finished speaking. And I said, Melanie, got to talk to you about your ums. And she said, oh, did I say a lot of money? And I just held up my hand with a zero. Wow, oh, that's what you call a transformation, Lynn. That's how you call it. That's how you do a transformation. So what a wonderful story that you have shared. Like it is people like you make me like think of the time. I want my audience to listen more because 25 minutes is what they listen to a maximum. So because we have got certain time limits from their side, if you guys listen more, we are going to continue the conversation on the next episode. But for today, we are going to ask Lynn two final questions. So Lynn, first off, please tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Yes. My website is yesyoucanspeaknow.com. Yesyoucanspeaknow.com. Or you can reach out to me at lynn at yesyoucanspeaknow.com. Yeah. I'm also on LinkedIn as Lynn Kirkham, L-Y-N-K-I-R-K-H-A-M, or Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the way of reaching out to Lynn. And that leads me to my final question. Lynn, can you tell us public speaking is all about storytelling. The better stories that you tell, the longer you can be on the stage. Because if you are just presenting information, it is presentation rather than being a public speaking. So tell us about it, how to be effective when we speak on stage and make sure that everybody by the end of the speech gives an applaud like I am going to give after the conversation that we have had to you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, couple things. One is I always tell my students to imagine before they go on stage that they are going to receive a standing ovation. Mm -hmm. Imagine that you're going to receive a standing ovation and that gets your nervous system ready for success instead of not being good enough. So that's the first thing. Speaking from your heart is everything. Speaking to be in service to your audience is everything. When you're speaking from your heart, you will naturally come up with stories. You will. When you're speaking from your head, your left brain, it's facts and it's boring as heck. Now, you can also make those facts more interesting if you can go deep into your heart when you're speaking about them and tap into the why are you saying this in the first place and then linking it back to your audience, like why it's important to them. Mm -hmm. If it's just information for you and it, it doesn't benefit them in any way, strip it out of the presentation, number one. It's what is in it for them. Everything, every single thing you say, ask yourself what's in it for them and then let them know, let them know what's in it for them and say it with so much passion and so much heart that they can't help but want to hear more. 
Wow. And that's how you do it, guys. Do reach out to Lynn for any further questions and inquiries. With that said, thank you so much, Lynn, for such a wonderful episode and such a wonderful energy on this show. Too. You're so welcome. I wanted to say one thing yes. that I can take the most terrified speaker and in three months, and I'm not kidding, in three months, I will have them on a stage if they want to be and actually loving it. And if you want to do that, do reach out, guys. You know it is Lynn at the rate. Lynn at yesyoucanspeaknow.com. Yes, you can speak because you can speak now. <laughs> so that's what I want. With that said, do reach out, guys. I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys.